Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and I've got a great show planned for you. As always, going to talk to a couple of authors. One, you might actually recognize the last name. All right, all right, all right. We're going to talk to Camilla Alves McConaughey about a book that she has co-authored. We've got Peter Greenberg on the line. He's the travel guru. Get ready to talk about the cruise industry. And we're going to talk to Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain vet. His show comes back on Animal Planet, and we're talking about it. And the generation sleepless. Why the teens and tweens are not sleeping enough. And how can we help them? All of that is coming up on this episode of the Florida Roundtable. So call your friends, turn the radio up, and gather around. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialist in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Times have changed, and so have the needs of nursing center residents. These needs are far more complex than when staffing requirements were last updated decades ago. Loved ones in nursing centers need more specialized care, like mental health counseling, physical therapy, and more. Legislators passed a bill to modernize staffing requirements, letting specialized caregivers work with nursing center staff. Encourage Governor DeSantis to sign HB 1239 so our vulnerable seniors can get the care that they need and deserve. Sponsored by the Florida Health Care Association. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. All right, here we go. Whenever you're ready. I am ready right now. Here we go. It's the Florida Roundtable, and we're always keeping you up to date on the latest things. And here in Florida, we like to cruise. A lot of us do. Some of us are like, nah. But a lot of people absolutely plan their entire year around cruising. And, well, last couple of years, COVID kind of put the kibosh on those uncharted waters, didn't it? With that in mind, I've got Peter Greenberg on the line, host of PBS's The Travel Detective and the CBS radio show Eye on Travel. Peter Greenberg, welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Happy to be with you. So tell us a little bit about what's going on right now in the cruise industry. Well, in order to tell you about what's going on in 2022, let's go back two years to, of course, the beginning of the pandemic where you had the CDC issuing that no-sale order, which effectively halted cruising for over a year. Then last year they came out with a conditional no-sale order, which asked the cruise lines, in fact required the cruise lines, 
to comply with about 75 different protocols ranging from interior design to ventilation to quarantine locations, you name it. They did that. So last summer, a number of the cruise lines started resuming cruising in a sort of limited way. Guess what? By this summer, by this June, 300 different cruise ships will be in the water and sailing almost at full capacity, going back to 2019 levels. And to give you an idea how powerful it is, people forget during the pandemic, 24 new cruise ships were built. The cruise lines were not idle, and neither were the shipyards. I'm right now in Lisbon, Portugal, uh, on board the brand-new Silver Sea Silver Dawn. It's their newest ship. It's their newest, most luxurious ship, and that was one of the 24 ships that was built. So it'll give you an idea of how cruising is coming back because the pent-up demand is being focused on cruising right now. One cruise line just put up for sale. This is a wild story. About a week ago, they put up for sale their annual world cruise, a 180-day itinerary in which the minimum ticket price for a cabin was $47,000 a person. That's two per cabin. It went up to $190,000 per person. You're not going to believe this, but the entire cruise sold out in 30 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. We are talking with Peter Greenberg. He's the host of PBS as the travel detective and the CBS radio show Ion Travel, broadcasting live, he says. From the Silver Dawn cruise ship in Lisbon. That is crazy. I got to hear all the background, you know, and things. So uh, what countries aren't open right now? Well, right now, of course, there are countries that we're not going to. Mm -hmm. uh, St. Petersburg in Russia, the Odessa in the Black Sea, the Russian Far East. Oh, yeah. Mostly as a result, of course, of the situation in Ukraine. Australia is about to open up. New Zealand will probably open up in June. You know in Florida that the Caribbean has been open since day one. Yep. Mexico has never closed. And this summer, Canada is now open, so you're going to have a full Alaska cruise season, which we really haven't had for more than two years. So the options for people who want to take cruise ships are back to being rather robust. Wow. So are the protocols for COVID-19 changing, lifting? How is that working out in the cruise industry? Yeah, they're changing rapidly, and it's starting really with the airlines. Uh, we're seeing the mask mandate going away in, in Britain with a lot of the, uh, the, the British airlines, whether it's British Airways or EasyJet or Ryanair, basically dropping that requirement. We also know that we're going to see some of that happen in the United States relatively soon, April 18th being a uh, decision date on mask mandates for airlines. In the cruise industry, uh, masks on many, on many ships are now only optional for passengers. They're not optional for crew. Uh, but remember, you can't get on a cruise ship unless you can show proof of vaccination. That's for officers, crew, and passengers. So it's a relatively safe environment. And people are, you know, there's social distancing baked into so much of the cruise ship product. Wow. It sounds fantastic, though, that they're finally getting the protocols changed. Of course, being vaccinated ahead of time, I think that's pretty preventative myself. Now, what about this new ship innovation and the designs? I hear things are changing a lot. They are. Uh, what's happening is, and by the way, this applies to the ship I just talked to you about, the Silver Dawn, because they were able to do a lot of the innovations in design while the ship was actually in the yard before it ever came out. So you're seeing larger square footage in the cabin space. A lot more restaurants that are dedicated and specific menus. This ship has eight separate restaurants. And keep in mind, it's not one of the big ships. It only has 298 suites. You heard the right suites with butlers. But only 298 suites, that means they're only going to be carrying maximum capacity 590 passengers. That's a very good deal. And then, of course, what's changing is not just the design of the physical ship. It's how they're redesigning their crews in terms of ports. They're not just going to do an 8 o'clock arrival and leave at 5 in the afternoon. Many more cruise lines are doing overnight stays, sometimes two overnight stays. 
allowing their passengers to have a much more immersive experience, not just in the destination, but in the culture itself. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts. My joints ache. And sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. Right now, I am talking with Peter Greenberg. He's the host of PBS's The Travel Detective, and you may have heard him on CBS's radio show, Eye on Travel. Now, for more than two years, this industry of cruising has been navigating uncharted waters, if you will. The world's been turned upside down, and we're talking not only about the pandemic, but now war in Ukraine. And at the same time, 60% more cruise ships were built. Can you believe that? More were built in 2021 than in 2020. 24 new cruise ships have been delivered. The latest one, Silver Seas, Silver Dawn. Let's pick up with Peter Greenberg. Peter. Happy to be with you. Now, we mentioned how the war in Ukraine is causing some issues with some ports and countries not being open. But what about the rising gas prices? Now, I know they're up and they keep dropping a few cents, but frankly, they're up from where they used to be. How is that affecting the cost of travel? Well, they're way up. And if you're looking at domestic travel, it's not a great year for that. I'll tell you why. My airfare three weeks ago from Los Angeles to San Francisco was about $93 round trip. You know what it is today? $357 for that same trip that only lasts 38 minutes in the air. Oh my. For a family of four, that's, four, that's a $1,400 ticket. Now, gas prices at the pump, also painful. I had to refill my tank last week in Los Angeles, $6.29 a gallon. However, we have not reached the tipping point for Americans taking road trips because if you do the math, a family of four can easily handle $9 a gallon if you divide it by four people in a car versus a $1,400 airline investment. So that's where we're going to have an interesting summer this year. 
with people really going to be confronted with what are they going to do. Now, where am I right now? I'm in Lisbon. I'm in Western Europe. The airfares here are flatlined. You can go from New York to Dublin for $5.99 round trip. You can go from the United States to where I am in Lisbon for $6.99 round trip versus a nearly $400 airfare from, from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Do the math. You figure out if you want to be a smart traveler, this may be the summer to come to Europe. Right. That puddle jump will cost you, but why not jump over the big pond and it's flat? Oh, my goodness. That's, it's kind of crazy, but it's, I'm glad you pointed it out to us. We're talking with Peter Greenberg. He's a multi-Emmy-winning investigative reporter and producer and one of the most recognized, honored, and respected frontline travel news journalists. Hey, Pete, I know you're working with Silver Seas, Silver Dawn right now, but what's next for you? Well, what's next for me is my new special that's going to air starting on April 21st on public television. It's called The Royal Tour of Tanzania with my host and my tour guide, the president of Tanzania. It's part of our series called The Royal Tour. We've been doing it for 22 years with heads of state ranging from the King of Jordan to the president of Mexico, the prime minister of New Zealand, the the prime minister of Poland, uh, the president of Rwanda, and our most recent one airing starting on the 21st of April, The Royal Tour of Tanzania. I hope you guys will check it out. That sounds like a lot of fun. Peter Greenberg, thank you so much for talking about the the big cruise industry and how wonderful it's going to be for everybody out there with the changes and protocols for COVID-19. And what's going on? You keep in touch with us, okay, Pete? Will do. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Well, that was actually really cool. Maybe I will go cruising this year. But first, let's get our next guest teed up. We're going to talk about sleep deprivation. Here we go. That is okay. Hey, it's the Florida Roundtable. Next guest is on the hook already. Now, if you could protect your child from unnecessary anxiety, depression, chronic stress, maybe even foster a greater sense of happiness and well-being in their lives, you'd do it, right? Of course you would. And with that in mind, we welcome Julie Wright. Julie, welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Now, you're the creator of the Right Mommy and Me. That's a best-known Mommy and Me program out of L.A. Is that correct? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this is specialized for you. You know from, like, birth until about three years old, you're really in tune with those children. And now you've kind of stepped it out to tweens and teens. Today the focus is sleep deprivation. Can you tell me what is going on with our kids? Yes. Today's teenagers are the most sleep-deprived population in human history, which is really saying a lot. They are undergoing a silent epidemic, and it's caused by what we are describing as a perfect storm of factors. It's not just one thing. So we're looking at already a natural biological sleep delay, so teens melatonin and other sleepiness hormones released later in the evening which makes it harder for them to fall asleep at an earlier hour. And when you add to that academic overload in the form of hours and hours of homework and way too many activities, some of that is an attempt to look good on their college applications. And then when you add to that the lure of technology and how it 
keeps them up even later and often keeps them up in the middle of the night. And then if you look on the other end of their night, two early school start times crunch their sleep in the morning. So you end up with a night for an average teenager by the time they get to high school of about six and a half hours, whereas they actually need between nine and 10 hours. So you can easily see that they're missing out on over 12 hours of sleep every week. Wow. Julie Wright, MFT, is with us. The new book is called Generation Sleepless, Why Tweens and Teens Aren't Sleeping Enough and How We Can Help Them. And sleep, uh, we know the body does a lot of work on itself while we're in sleep mode. And teenagers, doesn't it affect their growth as well? They grow while they're sleeping? They do. They grow while they're sleeping. And teenagers, in addition to all the other benefits that we all get from sleep, you know, improved focus, improved mood, improved ability to remember things, teenagers' brains are undergoing a developmental time of remodeling and restructuring and pruning that's not dissimilar to what happens in the first three years of life. And a lot of people don't understand how important this is, and most of this remodeling and restructuring takes place while they sleep. So it couldn't be more important for them from that aspect to get the sleep they need. Especially, and it affects their mental health in a yeah, big way. Yeah, especially our tweens where they're, they're still, you know, everything is still forming, and even as teens. And, you know, we used to have that old adage, it was like the kids crawling out of bed at, at the crack of noon, is that okay? That's okay, right? That's a good thing. Let them sleep all day, you know, for if that's their habit. But rather than the opposite of three, four hours of maybe uninterrupted sleep and a couple of patchy hours here and there. So is it, it, what's really causing our kids to, uh, to not sleep? It's got to be a lot of factors, correct? Yes. The things that we would love to see change policy-wise, we would love to see school districts and college admissions get together and talk about limiting homework to about an hour a night instead of four, which is the average. We'd like to absolutely see the school start time movement continue to grow. California passed legislation that's starting this fall. Um, saying that high schools have to start at 8.30 or later. And that's the recommendation from the American Academy of Pediatrics. So we're looking for change from schools and colleges. We're also looking for policy change from big tech. We're looking at a lot of these interesting new ideas around responsible design and putting safeguards in place so that this sort of going down that rabbit hole where, where you don't even know how much time has passed because you've been playing a video game or watching YouTube videos, um, that there can be some safeguards there for our, I mean, obviously we need it too, right? Right. For teenagers, but, right. but, but for our teenagers especially because they're, they're especially um, likely to stay up later. They're very sensitive to the light that comes from the devices and the activation and the social aspect. So also with the big tech taking care of business and helping our teens by restricting, we also have to talk about altering the family practices, too, when it comes to screen time, bedtimes, all that. Uh, I mean, it's gotten a little ridiculous. Maybe when I was growing up, you know, bedtime was like 7 o'clock when I was in first grade, and it maybe went up by half-hour increments until I got to high school. And I still had, you know, like a 10 o'clock bedtime on the weekdays. 
as long as everything was finished mm-hmm. homework wise. But they don't. I just don't feel like parents enforce that, or the structure of the home nowadays isn't there uh, to to you know make sure that there's consistency. These are all things that have got to make a difference. Uh, bed bedtimes being routine. You agree that that's that's got to happen, right? Oh, a hundred percent. We when we work with families, we encourage parents to not be afraid to hold those limits, to have, you know, everyone park their devices at a certain hour, to hold on to bedtimes and to not they tend to fade, like you described your bedtime being faded gradually later as you got older, but parents today tend to kind of abdicate way too young go to bed before their children do, their devices are in their room. So those are all things that we help families um, work on together. Sometimes it helps to have family agreements and family routines and rituals so that children see that parents are, are working on their own sleep too and putting their own devices away. But it's definitely something that can be helped to some degree by the habits in the home and establishing early and regular bedtimes and turning off screens and also dimming the lights in the home. It's not just light from screens. It's, it's, it's you know, we're, we're stretching our days by keeping our lights on into the wee hours of the night. True. Julie Wright is with us right now from Wright Mommy and Me. It's one of L.A.'s best-known Mommy and Me programs, and she is co-author of a book called Generation Sleepless. I got about quarter way through it, and wow, packed with information. I mean, you must have gotten years of research jammed into these pages, a lot of in-depth information. It's really a wake-up call for parents, and uh, it, it kind of will, it'll equip you with the right tools to start the conversation about getting sleep and, and hopefully get them to actually get to sleep, these tweens and teens. Um, do you, I, I have a rule in my house, if you can sleep, sleep. Do you think that is a good rule? Um, do you mean like sleep at, at different times of the day or yes, naps if you're tired, like you, if you're tired, go take a nap, go ahead, go get some, go get a couple of hours. <laughs> well, it really depends. If, if we nap too late in the day, what that does is it can make falling asleep at bedtime difficult and falling asleep at a regular hour for bedtime is very important. You know, we say regular sleep is, is just as important as adequate sleep. So naps can be helpful, but as long as they take place earlier in the day and aren't too long. So for a teenager, the limit would probably be ending about 3 p.m. for a nap. Okay, that makes sense. I knew I was doing it wrong. Okay, just checking. Uh, We've been talking with Julie Wright. Pick up the book Generation Sleepless. It just dropped this week so you can get a glimpse at the silent epidemic that's hurting our teens. Julie Wright, thank you so much for enlightening us today on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes, and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. 
If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. I've got a hilarious role reversal read for you. Oh, I do. You're going to love it, actually. And I've got a pretty, pretty awesome author on the line as well. Number one New York Times bestselling author, even. She had a book out called Go the F to Sleep. And now healthy eating advocate Camilla Alves McConaughey is turning a classic parenting trope on its head. Welcome to the show. How are you, Camilla? Good to have you. I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I just love the new book. It's called Just Try 
one bite. And it's roll reversal. Yeah, yeah tell us about it. It is, it is. But listen, before we talk about just trying one bite, I do want to clarify on the intro that, you know, the girl that asked to sleep, it was Adam's book, not mine. So oh. he's the co-author of this book, and he he is a New York Times author. Oh, Adam Mansback. Okay, okay. All right, fair yeah. enough. So you don't want to take credit. Yeah. You got together with I this shouldn't. guy. I uh, shouldn't. That would be just the main thing to do. Yeah, it would be fun, <laughs> actually. So Camilla Alves McConaughey is with us. She's a dedicated mom. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. She is very, very, very much into healthy eating. And uh, it's a lifestyle. It really is it, nowadays. I can tell you, I watch people walk down the street and maybe one person out of 20 looks like they're eating healthy. Do you find the same thing, Camilla? Yes, I do now. You know, you do You do see a lot of that. You know, I'm, I'm more like, my, my philosophy is more, how can you do better for you? Right. I think that a lot of times when you go, oh, it's got to be healthy or a healthy advocate. I think people sometimes just take it to a completely different level and you complicate things where they don't have to be complicated. And I think that, you know, if you have the approach of just look how you're doing your life, look how you're having your meals, what are you having? And you can go, you know what, what can I do better here? Can I do a little better this? You know, if I have, you know, a lot of sugar, how can I cut that down? If I do, you know, this, how can I change that to do a little better for me? And I'm a big believer that if you do small changes that are better for you, yeah. but that you can do it consistently for the longer amount of time, oh, yeah. you see major changes in your life versus trying to follow this trend or that trend. And then you can't keep up and you can't, you know, do it consistently. And then you don't see the changes and you go right back into bad habits. So you are, a, are you really a fan of, of mushrooms now? You weren't, a, you weren't a fungus fan and now you are. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. I, okay, I'm not going to say that I'm, like, the biggest fan, <laughs> but I eat it now. Before I could, you couldn't pay me enough money to eat mushrooms before. And I ended up having this dish that the chef Kristen Kish did, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what's in this dish? And she was like, it's all mushrooms. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And she was like, no, it's all mushrooms. So she, she actually shared the recipe with us on Women of Today is a, a veggie bolognese that she did and you know actually gave me a light bulb with my kids but right of even like I used it with my daughter of like you know she's like I can't stand spinach I don't want spinach and you know I've tried you know different ways and then finally one way she ate it and she loved it and I was like so I was like so see it's not that you can't stand spinach it's just the fact that you hadn't had it cooked in a way that you liked now you do now let's try with other things you know what I mean all right talk to me about Brussels sprouts I just want to know because a lot of people are on the fence or they just absolutely hate them without ever having tried them. And there's so many great ways to eat Brussels sprouts. Do you like them? Look, the challenge of Brussels sprouts is that, you know, they used to be cooked bland, you know, boiled, salt, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Now the way that it's cooked in the oven with this and with that, I mean, it's so good. I, I can have bowls of Brussels sprouts if they're cooked well and good. Like, I love them. I love them. I love it. Keep trying those veggies. That's what the word is out there. Camilla Alves McConaughey. Now, you may recognize the last name. I think I did. Something about some guy named Matthew might be your husband. Yeah. So how does he feel? Yeah. Ab- how does he feel about vegetables? He's, he's pretty great. I mean, he, he'll pretty much try anything. I mean, he's got an iron stomach. I've seen him try some pretty wild stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 not for me. 
Um, he would try, you know, a little bit of everything. But look, you know, we are talking a lot about vegetables. I think it's important to bring it up to that this book is not just about veggies. It is, you know, it's just about creating a balance. We talk about, you know, food as industrial waste. And, you know, we talk about, you know, you can have your ice cream and your donut holes too. You can have your dessert, just not every day, right? Yeah. So it takes them a nice, funny fun journey about food. This book is awesome, actually. I, I've read it several times. I said my nephews checked it out because I always like to try, try the kids' books out on them, too. I'm a kid. I'll give you that. I'm a 57-year-old child. Uh, but this was fun. The idea of the kids chasing around the parents with vegetables and other good, healthy items. Try it, doing the old airplane. Open your mouth. And it's it just hysterical. And the illustrations are fantastic, too. Uh, Mike Bolt does the illustrations. And I've, se I've seen some of his work before. He is awesome. Just one bite of He's Brussels sprouts used to make him gag. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. He really brought the words to life in a way that you really feel like you're there with the, char with the characters. You oh, yeah. feel like you're right there with them, chasing after their parents, going, in your face, mom and dad. You're like, <laughs> you know, I'll give you a car. You know, you can stay up late trying to do deals. You're like, you, you literally hear the characters saying that, and, mm -hmm. and he did such an amazing job. It really is. How was it to work with Adam Mansbach? You know, it was amazing. You know, obviously he's super talented. You know, he is a New York Times, um, New York Times uh, bestseller author, author. Ooh, my words are getting twisted now. Best? Um, wait, wait, let me try. New, number one, New York Times bestselling author. He also does the Jake the Fake book series, which, again, my nephews love. <laughs> yes. I mean, so he's so talented. You know, he's, he's, he's amazing. And honestly, like, he was able to really translate this passion that I have um, of doing better for you into a very fun, funny uh, journey. It was amazing. Just try one bite. You know, I thought it was fun at the end. You ended with linguine and clams, which is something some people might be like, ew. And yet that was like, it looked yeah. to me like it was sequel, book number two, on the way. Let's talk about seafood and underutilized species. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? I mean, of all items to land on as the, you know, let's try linguine and clams. I, again, that's kind of a unique little uh, landing there for a food. We need to call We need to call Adam on that one. Okay. All right. Did you know what I'm saying, though? It's like I would have thought maybe meatballs and sauce or something, but linguine and clams, was it a white sauce? Was it a red sauce? We don't well, know. Because, you know, again, talking about trying new foods, mm -hmm. right? I mean, most kids have pasta with meatballs, right? Oh, yeah. But, but not necessarily linguine. Might, you know, most kids are linguine and clams. I mean, I, I barely have tried linguine and clams myself. So, <gasps> again, it gives that twist of, you know, it gives that twist of like, hey, you know, what else are you going to try? We're talking with Camilla Alvis McConaughey. She's a dedicated mom of three, a mushroom skeptic for years, but now she's not turning them away. All right, it says in your bio you're a mushroom lover. I'm not going to put that on you. I'm not going to make you hold up to that. Um, what do you do to stay so darn fit and, and good looking? Is it, just, uh, is it just the food or is there something else in your lifestyle that you do? Oh, you know what? Look, I think that the biggest thing with, um, yes, food helps a lot. Staying active helps a lot. Um, that's all part of it. It's not just one thing, right? I think it's a combination. I think that if you get, you know, again, the food, the beauty from the inside out, what you eat comes out on the outside, right? Like in yeah. your skin and your hair sure. and all of that. So food, 
your routine of keeping active. And it doesn't have, when I say active, it doesn't have to be workout, you know, it's just, just active, walking, moving, just moving, right? My mother-in-law said, just keep moving, right? Keep moving. Um, and, uh, and I think that also, you know, gratitude, like mind, you know, to keep you, keep you in good spirits and, and have joy. It's, it's beautiful too. And I think a lot of joy comes from gratitude, whatever stage of your life you're in. Do you have any sort of like a, a daily, like, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? A ritual of sorts or a constitution thing where every morning we must walk at 5 a.m. for a couple of miles. Do you do anything like that or is it just everything in moderation? Oh, look, I look, I have three kids. We got three dogs. We got three cats. We travel around so much for work, you know. I work, my, my husband works like crazy. It's like we have a very dynamic life. So for me at this stage with on the kids' ages, it's really hard for me to have something that is like, okay, every day I do this or do that. As much as I've tried it before, it just kind of doesn't work at this stage of that, that we are in life. But what I do do every morning is that I have my tea station. Oh. And that's my little bit, like my little ritual to start the day. And I have all my herbs and spices and all kinds of different jars that I kind of make different, you know, different mixes every morning. I have my, you know, my go to, my go tos, but then I have fun with it too here and there. And, um, and that's like the ritual of me. Like, okay, I'm doing something for myself. No matter what happens in the day, if I get to walk, if I get to exercise, if I get to do my, you know, face massages, but if I, if I don't, like if the day gets crazy and I don't get to do anything, at least I started my day with taking a moment doing something for myself Ooh. that I know is going to be good for me. So I have a quiet moment with my tea, and it's like, ah, okay. I love it. I love it. See, though, there it is. That's all I was looking for was just one way that Camila, Camila McConaughey gets some sort of central and peace and centers herself before the day. I mean, you mentioned cats and dogs and Matthew and kids. Whew, just a little time for Camila. Just a little time. The new book is called Just Try One Bite. It's available all over the place. Penguin Random House has put it out. You can find it online. You can find it in the brick and mortar stores. And I had a wonderful time talking with you, Camilla. I really appreciate you taking the time to enlighten our Florida Roundtable listeners about you, your authorship, and about vegetables, frankly. I truly enjoy it, too. Thank you so much. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Running is a sport that's embraced by many people. There's something special about the open air, being alone with your thoughts, and maybe with a competitive spirit to see if you can better your last run. But today I have a question. Right now, are you running from God? Maybe you're running from a broken relationship when God is calling you to reconcile. Or you're running from a life you know isn't God's best for you. 
or you're just trying to get away from heavy responsibilities. Whatever the reason, I have to tell you that it's foolish to try and run from God. Think about it. There is nowhere on the face of the earth that you can escape Him. And sadly, sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we realize we're running the wrong way. Which way are you running right now? Isn't it time to stop running from God and start running with God? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. It's the Florida Roundtable. You know, there is no such thing as a regular day at Denver's Planned Pethood Plus Veterinary Clinic. Oh, no. Clients, their pets, Dr. Jeff. Dr. Jeff Young is the man. He and his team are that one last hope. Maybe you've seen it, Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet. Have you? Well, he's here right now. This is crazy. I know. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jeff. Good to have you. Thank you very much for having me. So tell me a little bit about this season of Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet. Well, I mean, we've been kind of on a hiatus for two years, and it's hard to remember everything, to be honest with you. Uh, we never it – it's been tough going through the pandemic, but we never closed down. And uh, we've had 10 shows, as they say, you know, uh, filmed for a while, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. We do a Z-Boo, um, put noodles wait, in wait. the Z-Boo. What's a Z-Boo? <laughs> Well, it, it's in the bovine family. It's 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 kind of like a cow, only a little different, a little shorter, stockier, and it's a mascot of the hockey team down in Pueblo, Colorado. And as he was becoming a young male, as most young males, they get a little frisky, uh, so they had to neuter him. But then, because he was neutered, he, you know, he didn't look so masculine to go out in the ice and prance around. So we put nudicles, fake testicles, in big giant, the biggest we could find. <laughs> Um, so he'd what? look more manly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they they have they have those for dogs. I've never done it for dogs. I've always refused to because I just think it's you know it's one of those male things. But in this case, it seemed kind of right for the for the team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. We're talking Dr. Jeff Young. You know him as Dr. Jeff Rocky Mountain Vet on Animal Planet. And you've got a new season coming up, but as you said, it was in the sh- it was on the shelf or in the can, as the lingo goes in the yeah. business, because of COVID. Well, it says here that this season you and your team are going to take on a bunch of baffling ailments and bizarre mishaps. Now, nowhere did it mention uh, the bovine family testicle uh, replacement, <laughs> but it did say that uh, your, your your caseload actually spans the entire animal kingdom, and you're going to deal with a raccoon who was injured in an illegal trap, maybe a gecko with a big surprise, things like yeah. that. It treats a puppy. You it just it's everything tugging at my heartstrings right now, Dr. Jeff. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty fortunate. I have Dr. You know Jeff Byers here. Uh, we both have the first name, um, same. But uh, he he does exotics. It's kind of his specialty. So it's it's nice having him around. So when something really weird comes in, and you know I never liked snakes a whole lot. So when something literally comes in, I usually give it to him. <laughs> but um, sometimes he'll pull me in to help surgeries and stuff. But uh, and I'll help out on some of his stuff. And, and, and if we get some weird exotic things in, uh, if we have to anesthetize them, then he's really good at that. So 
uh, we work as a good team. Uh, and we do see the raccoon, and uh, we go out and do a bunch of uh, spay, neuter, or wolves, um, wolf hybrids at a sanctuary. So it's it's our whole mix of things. So we get a dog coming in that was shot with pellets um, and was limping. We took the pellets out and he and and did real well after that. So you know, there's just you, you never know what you're going to see and you never know what's going to come through the front door. And quite frankly, it's been two years. I don't remember what I, what I what we did <laughs> at this point. All right, well, uh, this is Dr. Jeff with us, Rocky Mountain Vet. The show airs on Saturday nights at nine o'clock on Animal Planet. Now. Um, Tell me a little bit about the traveling that you do to the wolf sanctuary. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's quite a few wolf sanctuaries out here, and unfortunately, wolf hybrids are the vast majority of wolf hybrids. Um, but the pro, they're they're really bad pets. You know, I really discourage people from thinking about a wolf hybrid as a pet. They look cool. They're amazing animals. And there's no doubt about it. But they almost always end up. Uh, causing problems and biting, and, and they end up in, in sanctuaries. And we have a lot of wolf sanctuaries out here. Uh, I've worked at quite a few of them, and, and this was one that we went, a new one that I went to, and, and basically they, they wanted to get them all spayed and neutered because they don't want baby wolf hybrids, you know, and you can only keep so many. It's expensive. They're expensive animals to keep because you have to feed them and take care of them, and they have big areas fenced off. Uh, they need a lot of room to, to move. So to do it right is expensive, and obviously uh, keeping the population under control is a big part of that. Oh, yes. We're talking to Dr. Jeff Young. He goes by Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet. There's actually two Dr. Jeffs in the Denver's Planned Pet Hood Plus Veterinary Clinic. Uh, the other Jeff is Dr. Bear, is that right? Yeah, Dr. Bayer, yes. Uh-huh. Bayer, okay. So what was the most... Um, Let's see, exotic animal that you've ever had to work on, Dr. Jeff? I think the the coolest thing, in my mind anyway, was a span of jaguar down in Mexico. That was, to me, was just, I mean, jaguars are like the sumo wrestlers of the cat world. They're so incredibly strong. Their neck muscles, I mean, they can drag, you know, like a 110-pound, 12-pound jaguar can, you know, can take a 150-pound animal up a tree. You know, they're, they're, they're amazing. Uh, and I got to spay one uh, one time, and it was, I, I, I think very few people have probably spayed a jaguar in the world. Yeah, I would think. My goodness, that is pretty crazy. So you guys work tirelessly to treat pets and wild animals, and I think that that is really what divides you from the from the other vets out there. No offense, because I know a lot of you, but this man is a maverick right here, Dr. Jeff. Um, you and these heartwarming stories between the animals and the bond that you guys have with them as the, the show goes, it's just it's absolutely beautiful. So I would like everyone to tune in Saturday nights at uh, 9 o'clock, I believe, Eastern Time on Animal Planet for Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet. And since you can't remember anything from – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tell me what you look for. What's what's next? What if your dream, uh, you know, situation with an animal? What what would that be, just for fun? A, a dream situation? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I I haven't thought about it from that perspective. I guess I guess uh, if I had one request is maybe no, maybe no dog and cat get euthanized because they can't find a home. You know, that would oh. be, and that and that's an education spay neuter thing more than anything else. 
most definitely. It is. It's res- being responsible. It's not buying from breeders. Uh, my favorite yeah. breed is Rescue. I uh, I listen to Florida, <laughs> Dr. Jeff, yeah. and people, believe it or not, get Siberian Huskies down here. And then oh. they're like, wait, I can't leave it in the yard? Really? Yeah. You can't leave it in the yard. Do they all shed this much? <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, I do work in Mexico, and you'll see uh, Siberian Huskies and, and St. Bernard's down there and in the jungle. I mean, it makes no sense at all. They're miserable. No, because I'm, I mean, the name is right there in, in their name, <laughs> Siberia. Think about it. So I rescue a lot of them here in Florida because, again, people are like, well, I don't want them in the house. They're blowing three different kinds of fur all over the furniture. <laughs> we got a vacuum every day, and they end up – putting these purebred animals into the shelters. So I would yep. take them out and then find a home for them. And, yeah, it's just crazy the amount of animals that can be rescued. And I'll tell you what, rescue dogs know they're rescued. They know they won the lottery, people. Um, how do you do with any of that? Do you rehome anybody? Have you had any of those situations where you've had a stranded animal and you fixed it up and now it's like, where does it go? Well, that's the one thing about my profession. There's a lot of depression in my profession. There's, we have a very high suicide rate. And I really think part of it is because our costs have gone up so high that so many people, you know, end up euthanizing animals that they could fix, you know. They just people just can't afford it. I call it economic euthanasia. I think that's the new threat, even more than overpopulation. But we will not. I, I allow my doctors, they're on a sliding scale, and if someone can't afford something and they, you know, they want to leave us the animal, we're not going to euthanize it. We're going to fix it, and we're going to find a home for it. So we rehab, you know, I mean, they're broken legs or whatever, hit by cars, uh, parable animals, but we rehome, you know, about 100 to 150 animals a year. Um, you know, it costs a lot of money to do that, but we're not going to put something to sleep that we know we can fix. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Dr. Jeff, is there, uh, where can we go for more information? Just animalplanet.com, right, to get a schedule near them? Yeah, that would be the yeah. easiest thing. And yeah, and then you can also, I'm, I'm online under Jeffrey Young on Facebook, and, you know, so... Follow Dr. Jeff. Seriously, I had a great time talking to you. Dr. Jeff, the Rocky Mountain Vet. Check out the show Saturday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on Animal Planet. And Dr. Jeff, uh, the next time that I need a fake uh, testicle, I'm going to call you. I am. <laughs> All righty. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Thanks for joining us. You got it. Take care. <laughs> if you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro. 
count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections could lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.